Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder JC. Hello, hello. Welcome, podcast and radio family. And we want to give a shout out to all our listeners, but especially those from Tallahassee, yep. Orlando, yep. Philadelphia. Yes. And guess what? We've been in Durant for just a few months and we have listeners here. So welcome, Durant listeners. We are always happy to share the word of God with you. Yeah, give us a shout out. Let us know what podcast station you're listening on or listening to so that we can give more shout outs. And yes. also, all y'all listeners out there, don't forget to mark a comment or a like or a comment on any one of our podcast stations and continue to follow us and share you know we we love sharing the word of god with you so you can share it with others yeah it's just like today uh we had some more questions that came in ah and uh, so we want to be able to address those uh questions and praise god you know you can continue to uh follow us so uh we're the stone builders are hosted by living stones uh international and you can go to our website at we and uh, you know what they got that donate button there down in the middle of the page that you can tap and and just be able to sow into kingdom work but uh but last week we discussed as believers our duty is to expose evil because we're talking about god's conditions yes and it's not only exposing evil but living our life as god intended using the bible as our operating manual Lord knows there's so much evil going around right now. In Nigeria, uh, there were 53 Christians who were killed and murdered at church. Did y'all hear about that? Uh, Plus the continuation of violence here in our community. On our shores, yes. So last week, uh, we gave the Bible. We had many examples of overcoming evil and havoc in our lives. And we focused on the story of Job because he stands out big time. Yes, he does. And we know he was a wealthy man when he started out. He lived in the land of, it almost sounds like uh, Oz, but it's us with his large family and extensive flocks. And we're not talking about 50 here, 20 here. We're talking about thousands. Mm. He was blameless and upright, always careful to avoid doing evil. But then in a blink of an eye, not only did he lose his large family, but everything, including his wealth. And you know how the story goes. Uh, The Almighty called together the sons of God and who came along with them was Satan. (laughs) And, you know, God knows who he is. He talked to him. He says, why are you here? He's the creator. Yes. He said, well, I'm going about to and fro. Trying to create havoc is what he's doing. But Job, unlike many of us who try to stand the word, he stayed true to his faith. Mm. And remember, he always said, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. And sometimes we got to take that stand. I not so much. It's not my fault because we are. Blame for a lot of things. But when you know you stand for something, I didn't do it. And so the Almighty rewarded him double 
for his trouble. So if he had seven sons, he ended up with 14. <laughs> if he had a thousand head of cattle, he ended up with a couple thousand. That's how I want my God to bless me. But you know, one of the things that we always need to be cognizant of when we're studying this word, when we're reading our Bibles, when we're really delving into the questions that are burning in our hearts, remember God says in Revelation, you can't take away from the word, nor can you add to it. That's why we continue to press upon you to read and study your word. That word, the Bible, that's the operating manual yes, for it is. family, for relationships, for love, for uh, sinking into a low point and coming out on a high side. Uh, even for health, even for for your own health, um, for dieting. Uh, you know, I always uh, ex- tell you about the story about a friend of mine who started using the word. She started looking up verses about how to eat healthy, how to do those things. We have to understand that God left that manual for us in order for us to continue to walk in his way. And sometimes when we do it our way, it doesn't quite work or we end up somewhere where we don't want to be. That's right. So just stay in that word. But getting back to the questions, Pastor. Oh, that word will not return void. void. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. You know, I like what you said about the health. You know, you know, we have to go back and bring out Bible and health. Uh, I think we should we, do that again. Go, yes. Because we talked about foods that, yes, we are, did. that we should be eating yes. and things that we don't eat. And, you know, you'll be safe with the Mediterranean diet, whatever that means. <laughs> well, it means olives. Olives. Olive oil. Yes. Veggies. No fast food. I'm sorry. Y'all got to kick fast food to the curb. We have. You know, we sometimes every now and then we'll go out and, and get a burger and a milkshake. Praise God. You know, but... Um, but I know once we changed our diet, I went from a size 46 to now I'm size 40 waistline. Praise God. Yeah, he's skinny. No, not <laughs> yet, but I'm wondering why my bones still hurt. If I got rid of all that excess weight, I had to carry around. Why my bones still hurt? Why my body still hurts? That's because it's adjusting. You need an adjustment. Ooh, where you at, God? You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. And I know that uh, you will provide my healing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I know y'all tired of me ranting and raving. You want to talk about a couple questions that we got in? Yes. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. You, you can go to welivingstones.org, but hit info at We Living Stones, and that way you can send us questions okay. directly. Yes. And don't forget the comments and uh, you know, on the podcast. All, all the podcasts and things of that nature. But, all right, there. First question. Okay, we're just going to do our best. Okay, so what's the first question is, what is the difference between the fruit and gifts of the Holy Spirit? So fruit versus gifts, JC. I know like for me, like a fruit is something that is, you know, appears on a healthy tree, whereas a gift They're freely and unconditionally given regardless of the ability of the receiver to use them well. Like for an example is uh, 
uh, on yesterday or it was days a day on Tuesday was JC's birthday Yay. and praise God to be able to give her a gift freely and unconditionally and uh, and that was a blessing for her to receive those gifts and uh, so this should tip us off as to what the kingdom value that's placed on gifts and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now that fruit is like a like a, something Love, that appears. In, in patience, a, yeah. temperance, all of the things that God is expecting us to do. But our gifts are more than just our talents. It's something that God gives us. Like for instance, being able to have the gift of exhortation where you encourage people. That's your gift. Or you have the gift of teaching. Um, I know that's my gift, but the fruits of the spirit are those things that we need to be exuding through ourselves so that people will be drawn to us. And one of those truly uh, to me is love. Yeah. Above all. Yes. Love. Spiritual gifts of the spirit are given to every believer. Believe it or not, you might think you don't have any gifts, but everyone has at least one. Um, if you have a ministerial assignment, that may be a gift. Um, it may be, I, I think sometimes people think of gifts as something, for instance, that you need to go out and preach to a church or to a group, or you need to gather people together to be special. But your gift and your assignment may be just to be that person who pours coffee. Yeah. At different functions, or you're the person the who, usher. right? I was going to say, or a greeter. Those are the things that make the necessary connection with people to draw them in, and they're not necessary means of you know juggling the depth of a person's spiritual life. Because I was always raised to be the best at everything that I could be. If I mom said, if you're going to be a janitor, be the best janitor. Dad said, if you're going to be a carpenter, be the best carpenter. People, people often mistake that because a person may speak in tongues means they're superior to somebody else. That's a gift. But there's got to be interpretation, too. Right. So that might be your gift. The fruit of the spirit, in contrast, displays the development of a person's character as they are transformed to the image of Christ, because that's what our gifts are for, so that we can what? He says, draw all men unto me. But apart from the gifts of the spirit, there are natural gifts and talents people are endowed with from birth. And I know I had a friend of mine who was who could draw. I mean, she could see anything and just draw it. And I always used to say Oh, you have such great talent. She says, yep, I don't know where I got it from. I just do it. But I mean, her talent was almost, to me, was professional. You know, the best talent I could do with draw was some geometric figures. <laughs> <a> stick man. <laughs> <laughs> so she definitely had a talent. That is amazing yeah. to have uh, gifts of music. Oh, yes. You know, to be able to play the piano. My mother had a gift, Valeria Montgomery. She had the gift where all she had to do is like listen to the song and she'll pick up the chords, and next thing you know, after a few minutes, she's playing that song. And so, and she, of course, she played in the in, at, at church and everything. And but that was a 
gift. Her natural gift. It's a natural gift. Plus, she'd always love to sing, too. I wish it was passed <laughs> down. <laughs> I didn't get the voice or the or the, the piano skills. Well, but you could I, do uh, chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, I can do chopsticks, and I can make a joyful noise in singing. Like last week, bless the Lord. Yeah, we a, won't go there this yes, week. Yes, we won't. Please don't. <laughs> but you know what? Just as... We don't choose our natural talents, as you said. We also do not select the gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Because the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit, they're given to everyone based on God's divine choosing and the ministry needs of each individual situation and calling. Because, the, uh, check this out, the gifts of the Spirit they're as follows. Let me see. Let me uh, give some of the spirit. One word of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all need. Now that's a gift for someone to give up a word of knowledge and don't you go, don't get offended. We need these gifts right now because we're in a time where everyone's offended by anything and anyone who can't say anything about no one anymore. And then there's the gift of uh, the word of wisdom. Mm-hmm. There's a gift of prophecy. Yes. A gift of faith. Gifts of healing. Now that would be the blessing to have the gift of healing. The working of miracles. Uh-oh. Discerning of spirits. Now I know that we took, um, uh, JC and I, We've God blessed us to be able to uh, attend and graduate from a uh, theology school and some you know we took a lot of classes and got some paper behind our name and all that kind of good stuff but the one class that always stands out is the the sermon class deliverance deliverance oh god that's a gift but one of the things that i learned excuse me of all everything that i learned out that class was that when we discern spirits we have to know if it's of god Mm of ourselves, man, mm-hmm. or of the devil. Because, you know, sometimes when you discern spirits, you you have to be able to know those differences in order to deal with the situation that may arise or come up. Too much. And then, he, then we have the, um, uh, the gifts you mentioned earlier, um, speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. And that other gift is more than just speaking, but the interpretation of of tongues and and just go to first Corinthians uh, 12 and uh, and that will tell you all the the gifts of the spirits well regardless of their various gifting we as believers are called to abide in Christ and develop the same fruit of the spirit because I talked earlier about the fruits they are love Mm. joy Mm. peace that's one gift that we are lacking, I think, right now is the peace. Because people are so mm. irate and offensive or taking offense. Well, just like they had this abortion issue with the Supreme Court justice, it was pre leaked on what they were going to vote on or rule on. And now you had uh, people protesting Supreme Court. He had a young man who apparently had a gun and a knife outside of one of the Supreme Court justices' house. Oh, God. Yeah, no peace. Patience, another one. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And you can find these in Galatians 5, 22 
through 23. Christians may receive different spiritual gifts. However, we should all be experienced the same fruit of the Spirit as we know it. Mm. Those are wonderful gifts. Too much. Well, I tell you, I'm up here, I'm thinking about the, uh, the fruit of the Spirit. You said love, joy, and peace, and and that is so lacking right now because uh, the world is at war. Not only with the brothers and sisters like Ukraine and Russia, I mean, they're historical folks, and but also along our borders, also in our Within country, our cities, our communities, our families. Right. It's like everybody's at battle with each other and all the Satan is doing is partying and, and doing that jig dance. Uh, he's just having a good time because we're all at each other's throat. Well, look, we're going to come back, deal with the second and third question. So stay tuned because we are on a roll for Christ. Hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Come on, ready? help me sing the choir. As a creative businesswoman, I grew up in the church. As I have gone through many challenges, God was the most important thing to me. Pastor Gary and Elder JC's ministry has been a blessing to me. You can receive a blessing too by listening to them on the Stone Builders Hour. I listen on Wave 94.1 FM every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can also get the good news on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud or your favorite podcast. Check them out. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour. Pastor Gary Montgomery, my lovely wife, Elder JC. All right. We're in the house. She's a year older now. Yes, we won't say any thing about age <laughs> yeah but she's still looking beautiful as ever boy i tell Appreciate you i'm a blessed man to be married to such a young philly literally from philly <laughs> philadelphia okay but you know what that second question is what is prophecy you know what is it you know, that's the question that's all he has <laughs> what is prophecy so we're going to embellish that for sure a prophecy it's a message that has been communicated uh, to a person uh, sometimes called a prophet but God talks to who he wants to talk to and JC said earlier that we have to be able to discern whose voice you hear in. Yes. Uh, because you have some people who just uh, they're not hearing a divine word. They're hearing evil. 
That's why we have so much. And it's usually by God. You know, we just got to call it out. And uh, in prophecies, they're in all cultures and belief systems. And they usually contain a divine will or law or pre-natural knowledge of future events. I mean, you had a lot of different uh, prophets. Boy, I am having a mental bl- uh, uh, block right now. Was it, Ga- it wasn't Galileo. Who was the, the, the guy who, the old-time guy from the 1700s? All right, we'll skip him. Yes. Because right yeah, I'm not sure where you're going with that. No, he was a prophet. He was an old-time prophet. Okay. Not Galileo, but the time of uh, Galileo. Oh, All well. right, well, you brought it up, so you better remember I want to come back before this show's over. I want to come back and tell you what that is. Yeah, you better hurry up. So... <laughs> So the Bible says a prophet, because he's basically, he, we'll just call him a prophet. We won't say that he's talking to Gary Montgomery because he didn't talk to me today. <laughs> but the Bible said um, he spoke from God and they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Just go to Second Peter 1, 20 and 21. So a prophet is one who receives the Almighty's message and he tells everybody else. Because you have major and minor prophets uh, that were in the Bible. And uh, so you had, um, you know, prophets who, who were like uh, your major prophets are Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. And then you have minor prophets. I'm not sure how minor they are because they had a, they had, they had some, the word. Well, right. they had some words, you know, you had Joel, Amos, um, Jonah, Micah, Haggai. Uh, uh, Malachi, uh, Habakkuk, uh, we've quoted them on a regular basis uh, in the Bible. Especially Malachi. Well, one of the things you talked about is we should understand as believers that prophecy does play a large role in our lives. And we need to know more than just the basics. And maybe that's something that we can come back with to really discuss in depth prophecy. But Revelations 19, 9 through 10, talks about that particular verse as it pertains to what God is telling people. He said, right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship them. And he said to me, see that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So we're talking about Jesus brought a testimony. And as a testament of that testimony, he is expecting us to undertake the same type of prophecy. And a lot of times we determine that it doesn't affect us or we can't be part of it. Um, But, you know, it is translated through the prophets, and they received that information from God. Pastor? I had a senior moment earlier. Couldn't figure out the guys. Listen, Galilee, I was going all around history. I wasn't even in the Bible, but Nostradamus. Yes. He had predictions about uh, natural disasters and conflict-related events that occurred uh, throughout time. And he wrote a book. And in that book, he listed everything. And a lot of his predictions have come true. So that's prophecy. So, and that shows that not, there's people who 
are gifted, uh, but uh, they're not in the Bible. Praise All God. Right. Praise well, God. I guess he <clears throat> received his information. Uh, through God or through other means, yeah. but, he, but he was a physician. He was an astrologer. And remember, a lot of times during that time period, they were studying the stars. A lot of their travels was by VI the stars. So, and we don't do very much different even now. Um, there's been mathematical equations. Uh, the woman, and I, her name escapes me, who actually put together the actual uh, calculation for movement among the stars in terms of the space race. So, oh, there, yeah, yeah. so there are people who are being gifted and even Einstein and so forth, E equals MC squared, said that he was inspired by God for that equation. So God uses several methods to and transmit. He uses anybody who he chooses yes. to use. Yeah. And he uses several methods to transmit his thoughts to the prophets. The prophets, especially when it comes to us living the testimony of God. One is writing. God used this method in at least one case we know of by directly supplying what? Moses, the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. He had to write them twice because Moses <laughs> broke the first set. <laughs> <And laughs> Hard-headed is for less. Yes, and that's Woo. from Exodus 31, 18. He also uses oral communication through the angels, and one in particular, um, uh, we have some other examples, but one in particular when he appeared to Mary. And told her that she was going to bear the Christ. Uh, some other examples, God using angels to instruct Moses about the message he was going to deliver to Pharaoh of Egypt. That's Exodus 3, 2 through 4 and 10. When precise wording was crucial, God told his angels to tell Moses, write down these words. Because in accordance with these words, I am making a covenant with you and with Israel. Exodus 34, 27. That's why we're constantly saying, stay in your Bible, stay in your Bible, because God can reveal a word to you that might not only affect you, but your family, others. Um, just a quick insert here. Uh, I know that sometimes when uh, we were really, I mean, we're still active in the church, but when we were really into going to church, following the church, I was part of a intercessory prayer there were times when people in the middle of the night would come to my recognition. And I'd be wondering, why am I, why, why is that person coming to mind? And one of the things that I was always impressed with, pray for them, mm. pray for them, pray for them. So that's what I would do. And not all the time, but every now and then, there'd be confirmation of why I was praying for those people. So God can reveal himself Always, as long as you're staying in that word. He will use people around you and strangers uh, to, um, uh, that will come to mind that you will pray. Yes. And I know that we would be in the supermarket sometimes, and uh, or this one particular time I'm thinking about, and this young lady who was in there, she walked by, and it was clear that there was a heaviness on her, and JC uh, just went over and just told her and said, it's everything's going to be okay. And it's like, it's like all of a sudden she exhaled. Yeah, the weight came It's out. like, <laughs> and, and that's how God can use you 
in the simplest of matter because who knew what she was going through but That's whatever true. JC said and the, the tone and the way she said it and the way she looked in the woman's eyes the woman just exhaled and it's like praise God to be a witness to things like that the other thing JC just said that you know writing um, the way that God communicates is writing or communicate and visions yes and sometimes uh, visions were given to prophets while they were either awake or or asleep you know God he has a way of uh, making so vivid uh, to the recipients of you know when they're asleep. So no, look what if, he did with John and and Revelation. He put him to sleep and told him the whole listing of what was going to happen in the world. And then what he say? Close the book and shut it up because the time is not yet. So mm. yeah, God can do that. <laughs> There's so much I want to go through, but I I still want to cover visions, and I know that because uh, God He'll transmit His message by dreams. And uh, and then there's mental guidance and there's some other things, but I know that we're backing up on the clock. Are we? Yes, we are. Uh, we backed up on the clock. Oh my goodness, folks! You know God just loves us, and He's calling His people to awaken out of a deep sleep. Yes, so that He can talk to you, so He can walk with you, so He can guide you. He's calling his soldiers to come under one umbrella because it's either you're on the right side. No, you're on God's side or you on the other side. <laughs> Y'all got to make a choice. I know where we at. Praise God. Where's my sword? <laughs> Where's the sword? My whole body of armor. Yes. Praise God. Well... We're on all the podcast stations. Yes. Uh, we're on Wave 94 every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1 in Tallahassee, Florida. And uh, check us out there. But then listen to us at any podcast station. All you got to do is put in the Stone Builders Hour and we should pop up. Praise God. Amen. We're out. See you. Th- hear you next week. <laughs> Amen. Amen.